started cycling when I was probably three. I don't know. Three? Ask, ask my dad. So um, like as long as you can remember. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I, I tried to go pro or like full time during the COVID lockdowns just because that's when I was that age. And it was really, really fucking hard. And you've got to be pretty good. You've got to be pretty mentally tough to do it. Alec was just like, kind of, you do you. I, it opened up all these different lines of cycling, which I hadn't seen before. So, which actually, like, saved me from, like, not cycling anymore. It was the offer of do what you want with no pressure. Yeah. And, like, just go have fun, enjoy it, do something yeah. different. Um, and it showed me, like, a different side to cycling, which I don't think I would have seen. I'm grateful for that. And um, listen to more stories. Stay tuned Tom? for more stories Tim? tomorrow. Stay tuned for more stories tomorrow. To hear more, as my good friend Liam Yates likes to say, stories by us. More stories tomorrow. Welcome back to the More Stories Tomorrow podcast. We're slightly different podcast format to usual. Normally sat at an event or at the end of a race or something like that, but this is in my living room. And I'm here with a very special guest who's going to have to introduce herself, tell us a little bit about you, and then depending how much you say, I'll ask some probing <laughs> questions. Hello. <laughs> what a start, what an entrance. Um, my name is Amy. Amy who? Amy Perriman. I'm I'm a rider, I'm a cyclist. That's a good start. It's always quite key info. Um, I'm riding for Tekkers at the moment and just kind of living it up on the bike, doing cross, just doing everything. Yeah, so, I mean, bike racer. So let's go through the journey. Okay. How did you get into cycling? Um, Where did it start and how did you get to... Well, all the way back. It? Why not? Start from the beginning. Started cycling when I was probably three. I don't know. Three? Ask, ask my dad. So um, like as long as you can remember. Yeah, literally, yeah. So I started cycling when I was young, very young. Um, but I didn't actually start, like, racing, I guess, until I was 12. Oh, that's oh, it's maybe, not late. But maybe 10 or 12. I don't know, young. but, like, putting on a training plan when I was, like, maybe... You were training? No, no, maybe not 12. Okay, maybe 14. I don't know, ages are a bit... When, when we, like... And so I, when I go to a cross race, I see like little kids riding around the field and they, some of them look so small. Oh, no, that's, that wasn't me. No. I, I started cross when I was like 10 and then just gradually got into it a bit more. So cross is my main discipline. So that's, is that, and that's how you started racing or just that's what you liked most? No, I actually started on the track. Sorry, yeah. I've really messed up this timeline. Okay, let me start. Let me start. Okay, started on the track um, at my local Mountbatten track. Um, which is like a open circuit, I guess, open outdoor, kind of flat. It's not banked at all. And mm. started just doing sessions there on like my mountain bike in my walking boots and like a knitted jumper that my gran had knitted me. Have you got any photos? Somewhere. It sounds outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, then basically I became friends with a girl um, called Poppy, name drop. Um, and she... Uh, her parents owned a chocolate factory and I was like... A, a what, a chocolate factory? A chocolate factory, okay. like Willy Wonka style. Okay. That's what I thought. Cool. And uh, this is Montezuma's chocolate and basically... Which, we, for context, they're, like, they're quite a big brand. They're like a yeah, big, like, so they're a big kind of, kind of posh UK chocolate yeah. brand. And 
they her parents owned that factory and basically I became friends with her riding these like late night sessions. This is still on the open open track, concrete track. yeah. Yeah, and like I was probably about eight then. So I was still quite young. And then my parents became friends with her parents off the track. So mm. my dad and her dad. And they basically got bored of watching us ride in circles on the side of the track. Fair. And were like, we're going to make a club. We're going to do this ourselves." Um, and that is how Solent Pirates was formed, which is Solent Pirates mm. Youth Cycling Club. And then literally it's a fast progression from there. So I literally, we were in the club and started racing track more and more track and as I got older like dipped into more stuff dipped into cross racing mountain biking and so on and so forth and yeah varied then very varied yeah but like I say varied it's, it's quite different from what I imagine the like inverted commas racer to be which is like they go to do the local club and then it's like closed circuit road races, then they get to junior, then they road race open. Like yeah, it's very very I see, different yeah, to that. Yeah, I see what you it? mean. So we we as a, like a club, it was very based on like skills yeah. and like not actually creating like a a fast rider necessarily. More kind of creating. Like, well, you are creating a fast rider, not yeah, a, like a yeah. high wattage threshold road racer. It's like you're still fast. It's yeah, just you're still something fast. different. Yeah, you're just fast at like the cool shit. Yeah, exactly. No, like um, no, they created like a. a well, they based it around technical skills and within that we did efforts and made a fast, fast mm. rider out of it. But then, yeah, so I kind of I kind of moved into track when I was like in the under 12s, I guess. And then from track, got bored of riding in circles um, and moved into cross racing and... Riding around in wiggly circles. Wiggly circles, yeah, um, and in the mud. And then basically, yeah, now I'm on like, I don't know, my eighth? on ninth consecutive cross season so kind of fell in love kind of got a bit addicted um just gradually improving each year i guess yeah interesting there's so i've learned a lot in there that's that's the real amy perriman story that is back back in the day yeah so i mean i think i think i've known you as a cross rider before but we met for the first time this summer i can't Uh, remember exactly was it was it a grand euro did we meet before no, we met before. Where did we meet? <laughs> we met somewhere remember. and then I invited you to Grand Euro, I think. Yeah. Was it? It was in London. Was it? I must have been in London. Crystal Palace? That's actually quite embarrassing, isn't it? Maybe it was. Was it, was it a no, cross race? Went... No, it wasn't a cross race. Why has my mind gone blank? Road race? This year? No. Then. No. Um, tour series. Even yes, though it wasn't no, racing. It wasn't a... It yeah, was, yeah, it was at Tour Series. It, no, it was at Ilkley. It was at but, the National Circuit Circuit yeah. Series. You're right. You're right. Yes. That, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> pinpointed that. We got there. <laughs> so, that actually that leads us on nicely. So I met you whilst you're in the middle of a Criterium race, circuit race, mm-hmm. basically in the hometown that I grew up in. So I was just visiting my parents, went down to the local bike race. So, oh, I know you. You're from the south. Um, and then got chatting and then eventually properly, properly met. Um, well, at the, the next Criterion race was like three days later. Yeah, yeah. And then properly at Grand Euro in Wales in the summer. Okay, yeah, yeah. So. It's actually quite a short short timeline, isn't it? Yeah. I think that leads on quite nicely, though. So we've got like the Amy Perriman Genesis story. <laughs> how you grew up riding, where it came from, all that stuff. How did you get to where you are now? And what I mean by that is how did you get to... Techers and into those that that national 
circuit series? Yeah, so I've always been an off-road rider. Like, it, well, since, since I got bored of riding in, in circles on the track, I moved to off-road. And in the summer, I wouldn't have a team. I'd just race for, like, my cross team, which was, like, Hargroves or, like, Montezumas. Are and we talking road racing here, so circuit no, series? So, no, we're, we're, talking, we're talking mountain biking. Okay, So cool. I was an XC rider. And I always kind of just went to those races alone. Um, and, I mean, they were fun. Really enjoyed it, don't get me wrong. And then I'd go into the cross season with the cross team. And I never had, like, that team aspect in the summer. I was always mm. kind of just a lone rider and you kind of lose that enjoyment a little bit, especially as like a young rider. Um, so basically I got a, so I knew, I knew Alec actually very kind of loosely through racing crits. For context, Alec Briggs Alec being Briggs, the, sorry. What, what should we call him? Owner, manager? The OG DS, of Techers. The OG of Techers. <laughs> he is Techers. No, yeah. he's, he's a, he's a right guy. But, um, I knew him briefly through racing local crits as like as a kid, I guess. Yeah. And then he actually did a um he did a like a coaching day at Cyclo Park one year for a national a, like national training day, I guess. And he was there like coaching skills, as you would. And I um <laughs> I bunny hopped some hurdles or something. Oh yeah. Because I'd been like practicing bunny hopping and like it at that age it's not what, often. what timeline are we on here like what year are we talking uh 2017 2018 oh a long time ago maybe quite a long time ago anyway yeah so i was probably about 16 or 17 and yeah he was like doing this coaching day like got chatting because like i bunny hopped which is kind of unusual I conversation guess. starter yeah for like a under like a junior girl i guess i think i was junior then um and then kind of nothing ever came of it. And like, we're just mates, whatever, you know, as you do. And then this year, I um, I, I bunny hopped the hurdles at Clanfield Cross, which is like my local race, uh, a UCI level local race, I guess. It's the first. Well, it's a UCI level race that happened to be at the local course. Yes. That's probably the best. It's not, it so, wasn't a local race when it happened, I guess. No, it was my, it was my local race, but... Yeah, it was close to you. It was but close a big to race. me, but it was a it was a biggish race, and I, I knew the course kind of inside out it was my training ground, and I hopped the hurdles, and like posted about it because I like for me that was quite a big step because I hadn't hopped in a long time, mm. and it was like a bit of a mental block, and he basically messaged me and was like, hey, like yo, like in pure Alec fashion, like was like yo, Amy, have you got a team for next year, like next summer? And I was like, so we're talking end of twenty twenty one here. Yeah, end yeah. of twenty twenty one. He was like, have you got a team? And I was like, no. And he was like, do you want to join Techers? And I was like, yep. And it was as simple as that. But like, there was more, there was obviously more chats, but it was what you'd expect from Alec, which is just great. Like, yeah. And that's, that, that's what happened there. <laughs> nice. And then, so when, when he's like, yo, do you want to get on a team? Was there any like talk about this is what, the calendar is this what you want to do or is it literally just like you're cool come ride with me we'll see where it goes and then you've ended up there like how did it go from i saw you do a bunny hop join the team to like the uh, the calendar you ended up having it was it, like there was no team calendar effectively it's more like go go do what you want have fun and like do cool shit like mm. be like be you 
basically. And like he he was so accommodating in that he was like, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna do this, then like go do that. Like you literally do you. And but basically, I because I'd never done a road season, and obviously the Techers is it, like supported road like as well because. Well, not road season necessarily, like a crit season. I really wanted to do crits this year to basically make myself faster for cross yeah. and like try something different. And I, in my head, doing fast crits, training road, doing base training, I would be faster for cross, which was the end goal. Yeah. So I, I basically see, I said see. to him, I was like, you guys do crits. I want to do crits. Perfect. Like, let's go. Yeah. And it just worked. It just worked like that. And... I I got into racing road this year, which was nice. sick. Let's go rogue for a minute. Mm-hmm. How, well, at this point, we're in October, so like the cross season's only really just starting, but some races have started. Has a crit season made you faster for cross? And like other demands even like remotely similar, or is it way more different than you expected? So different, man. Like, so different. I thought as a cross rider, I would be like... I'd, I'd be able to hold my own in a crit race. But it, it's just, like, man, I've got so much respect for, like, roadies and crit riders now. Like, it's it's so different. It's just so much faster and, like, you need that... You just need a good power. Like, it, like yeah, like I said, my respect has just massively increased. I was a bit maybe naive going into it, thinking I'd be all right, um, just going off cross fitness. Um, like in in some respects they're very similar but in a lot they're totally different and I just wasn't ready yeah I guess like the you think like the 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 length of the effort is about the same which is like somewhere under an hour usually Mm. but yeah like you say the the demands are very different so I'm talking here like when I did the national crits so local crit like town center crits like are slightly different when you get different riders, but the national crits that I did this year were very different to the crits that I've done before. Mm, I see, but that's that's kind of like the the level you're racing cross, I guess. Is it, you know national cross, national yeah, crit, like yeah. I guess maybe maybe it's some just of a it, step up, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Maybe some of it with cross as well is if you're like a national level rider at a local race, you kind of just spend the time on your own. Yeah, you just yeah, ride up. Whereas, whereas in a crit race, it's like there's so much. You kind of have to be in the game. Mm. You can't just, like, ride in seventh wheel or whatever. It's like you're either in or you're out, whereas cross, like, you can have a massive range of ability in the same race. Yeah. Which you don't really get in road crits and road quite the same. No, not at all. Um, so, yeah, I basically... I, I started my road season, and I've, as a off-road rider, that was quite a big, big change, and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, like, doing something different, and training something completely different and training base training and like turning up to races where nobody knew who I was. And mm. it was kind of that like pressure of expectation like on myself lifted because nobody knew who I was, especially when like I didn't have the Tekkers kit and I was kind of just racing. Yeah. It's like. Is the cross scene quite, I'm guessing the cross scene's quite small. And like if you turn up to a race, everyone probably knows you <laughs> and has um, seen you like. I guess so, yeah. Especially, like, locally. Like, in a cross race locally, I feel more pressure there than if I turned up to a national. Mm, a national crit, you mean? A national uh, cross Oh, cross. Oh, right, Yeah, sorry, okay. throwing it back to cross now. Yeah, 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 OK. If I turned up to a local cross race, I'd feel more pressure to win than if I turned up to a, a national 
because at a national anything can happen. You're you're fighting against big hitters, but mm. at local, if I don't win, it's kind of not embarrassing. So, but... Yeah, something's kind of gone wrong. Yeah. Like I'm kind of I'm racing these elite like international Belgian races, so I, I should be effectively winning. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure to take on, isn't it? But then uh, I guess it's all it's all in the head, isn't it? But like yeah, it's it yeah it plays out. Physically. And for you, does that kind of ruin the enjoyment of racing when you've got that pressure or do you kind of thrive um, on that pressure? I don't really know. I, I kind of, it depends really. Some some days, like, I love it <laughs> and that sounds really narcissistic, but, like, I mean, everyone loves winning, don't they? Like Everyone loves being the big name. You can't be a, you can't be a cyclist and not like to win. But well, then you, also... You said you wouldn't be a racer. No, no. You can think you can be a cyclist, but, yeah, yeah not a yeah, racer. Yeah, yeah. But then, like... Sometimes I really hate it. Like if I, if I'd know I've had a big week's training and then I turn up to a local week, uh, local race, I'm like, oh god! Like if I don't win this, people are gonna wonder. But then that's just all. That's that's diving into a whole new pool of like mental, like the mental side of racing. Yeah. Which is something completely different to the physical side. Yeah, it's different. different That's a different whole world, new podcast. Yeah. That. <laughs> like, you could talk for hours on that. That's one that I definitely, I wouldn't even know where to start on what questions to ask. Never mind. No. Anything else? That's interesting. So, I mean, I mean, where did it go from? I mean, national crits, like, where did it go from there? Because I feel like, to me, from the outside, Techers was always, it didn't feel like they were competing with the big road teams. Like, they don't rock up to the Premier Calendars or the, with a, you know, a team bus and seven guys ready yeah, to go. Yeah. But at the same time, they, they've had decent success on the road, but they also seem to do loads of other stuff as well. So I guess, like, when... Two, two questions, and you can answer them whatever order you want. The first one is, did that variety appeal to you when you joined, or do you not really think about it? And then two, how have you kind of used that to go away and do other things and race other races this year? So, yeah, I, I like the variety. I mean, I've always done lots of different stuff. So, like, being able to kind of, in the sense that Alec was just like, kind of, you do you, that was that was ideal because I, I'm not pressurised. I, I wasn't pressurised at all into doing a road season. I wanted to do that and I yeah. wanted to do something different to what I'd usually done. And I'm glad I did, but I know maybe it's not not quite my forte. But I mean, maybe it just needs work. Like it was my first season. I can't. Yeah, I mean, what do you say? You're on season nine of cross. Yeah, yeah. And season one of road. Yeah, like, exactly. No um, real surprise. But then I didn't just do road either. So I I have joining Techers opened up opportunities to do stuff like gravel and stuff like. I don't know. Yeah, gravel. <laughs> <laughs> gravel um, and gravel. Gravel and gravel. Um, no, it opened up, well, obviously crit racing, road racing, gravel racing. And I, I did mountain biking as well. And, I mean, he offered to ride for cross as well. Like, I, I, it opened up all these different lines of cycling, which I hadn't seen before. So, which actually, like, saved me from, like, not cycling anymore. Was that was that kind of where you're at? Do you think was it kind of like I'm not done with cycling, but like kind of felt like you'd, it's run its course, and now you've got this new. Yeah, I think where so I this is a whole other story, but where I tried to go, I, I tried to go pro or like full time during the COVID lockdowns, just because that's when I was that age, and 
it was really, really fucking hard. <laughs> and you've got to be pretty good. You've got to be pretty mentally tough to do it and, like, respect to anyone who does. But it it really cracked me. And I you, I lost the enjoyment in it. Like, I'll be honest, I, I really did. Like, and when you're not getting results, like, or enjoying it at all, it's just not, it's not funny. You kind of question why, why do you do it? But then... I'm not saying like the offer of this amazing team like pulled me out of that. It was the offer of do what you want with no pressure. Yeah. And like just go have fun, enjoy it, do something yeah. different. Um and it showed me like a different side to cycling which I don't think I would have seen. Like where I've come from quite a not a really intense race background, but like everything's I've always been on a training plan. I've always trained with goals towards these races, with, like, hierarchy of which race is going to be bigger, which is better. And doing these other races with, like, Grand Giro, for instance, which we'll get to, with no pressure, just turning up and, like, oh, shit, I got a good result. Great. Okay, cool. Like, I enjoyed it. I don't know. It, it, it like, showed me a different side, and I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I guess, and it must be as well, some of it, I mean... I don't even know where to start. Like lockdown was pretty unique. I feel like you're probably right. I wouldn't know myself, but I, I can imagine trying to go full time as a cyclist is pretty intense whenever you do it. But doing it in lockdown is is something else. When there's yeah, yeah, that is something else that wasn't wasn't ideal timing yeah. to say the least. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but I don't regret it at all. No. Like it's not something I would regret. Like I've learned so much about myself in the last two years than I ever would have. Um, so what was your second question? <laughs> Sorry. I think you got them both in there. I think you got, I don't really it was remember. Kind of, I don't even know if there was two questions. It was kind of two two questions that were like part A and part B. I think yeah. you got them both. Um, kind of but, leads nicely onto Grand Giro, I guess. Maybe, but I think one thing for me is like how, I don't know, the thing that I found with cycling is the more different disciplines you do, you realise how big it is and you're like, oh, there's so many cyclists that I just didn't know existed. Yeah, And yeah. you think that you're part of the cycling bubble is the whole bubble. And mm -hmm. then you realise, actually, there's so many people I've not met yeah. that are doing cool things. And, like, I don't know, have you found that at all? Moving into these new disciplines, you've got, like, a whole new... Yeah, well, well for instance, I, I wouldn't know you. If, well, if yeah. I hadn't moved into road for this season, honestly, the friends that I've made this year, I would never know. Because I my my friends were in mountain biking because I did mountain biking, but like I'm not I'm not regretting doing mountain biking and losing all those friends. I'm just gaining more friends. Not not that I'm saying I've got loads. It's not of a friends. one in one out policy. <laughs> no, but like I've just I've met so many more cool people and opened up so many more cool opportunities just by changing what I'm doing. Yeah. Not permanently, but just branching out into new things and like taking that risk that I don't know you you wouldn't normally take yeah um but yeah I like for instance like yeah I wouldn't know you I wouldn't know half my friends which are now roadies or like met like people in gravel at all and then you just the more like it's it's the same in anything the more people you know effectively the more opportunities you get and yeah, of course I'm not saying like using people at all but just like like you, you make friends, like, and then things open up, and it's like, oh, well, this is cool, like, great. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's like we bumped into each other at a crit race, and it's like, hey, do you want to go to Grand Euro? Like, yeah. And then you do that, and you meet someone else, and then you're now down in London staying with someone you met at Grand Euro, like. Yeah. 
the which is mad. Yeah, it's like a endless series of doors that open, isn't yeah, it? In ways yeah, yeah, that you yeah. just can't imagine. It's it's kind of that whole thing of like branching out of your comfort zone, as cliche as it sounds. Um, but I was quite happy just doing what I was doing, but especially joining Techers and having that like link with London now that I do is just opened up so much. Like anything I've done this summer has been down to the root core of being able to like have that opportunity. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And maybe maybe the, maybe now is the time to go into Grand Euro Wales. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, in what sense? <laughs> how did that happen? I, well, let's start with how it <laughs> happened. I think, yeah, why not? Let's start there. In fact, I was entered actually before I met you. Yeah. So I maybe I, that's what we spoke about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I had no, I hadn't entered, but I thought about entering. Um, yeah, I'd seen it actually online last year. I think Techers did it last year, or maybe somebody did it. I I don't quite know, but I'd seen it and I was like. I really want to do enduro, like just try enduro it. Enduro mountain like biking. Like enduro mountain biking. Which for con, because I'm guessing we just have a lot of roadies that listen to this, is like, it's kind of like downhill mountain biking, but you also have to pedal to the top, but only the downhills are timed. So you get these like weird bikes that are like basically downhill bikes, but sort of not. Like, it's a really cool race format, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's like downhilling, but with fitness. Exactly. And you also have to spend like seven or eight hours on the bike with your mates. And then you all race the downhills, like a normal downhill race, which is like one at a time, time trial effectively. Yeah. And then you pedal to the top together. Yeah. And that's kind of... And it's not, it's like chill vibes yeah. from what I've gathered. I mean, I've never, still never done one. But, but this is like a huge part of the sport of mountain biking. It's probably the 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 it's, it's quite crown up. jewel it's the biggest where all the money yeah. is at the moment and like it's what all it's the best athletes are doing and up and coming for sure um yeah. but basically grand enduro is an enduro but you do it well you can do it on a gravel bike it's like a gravel enduro yeah and exactly that i'd never done a gravel race or an enduro and i think i mean i think i'd be quite good at enduro i don't know never done it find out one day 2023 yeah watch out um yeah, Enduro World Series incoming. No, um, I just wanted to do it because it looked like a joke. It looked like a good laugh. I mean, just turn up, don't take it that seriously. And that's exactly what I did. And then, yeah, you messaged me like, oh, I'm going. And I was like, sweet, free free ride. Well, it's, it's a long way away. It's like it's like five and a half hours in the middle of in the middle of Wales. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to call it a race. I'm going to hesitate to call it a race because yeah, it's, yeah, it's almost yeah. not like no one really cares where you come and. And what you do, but the the format is like you said. There's this like was it hundred k loop, something like that. Hundred, it's a hundred k bike ride basically that you just do with with all your mates, and then there's four timed segments across it. Each of them's like somewhere it, between two it, and five yeah, minutes. If it, no, longer than five. Some of them are long. Actually, yeah, the, the one the was like one. ten or something. Yeah, and um, the point is, it, it's short enough that you just wait at the end for people that yeah. are in your group that don't race at the same pace as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it was class because you can literally just ride round with your mates and like oh oh there's a timing thing coming up okay serious face on right let's let's go hard for like ten minutes yeah okay let's like absolutely kill the legs oh great great got to the top coffee anyone Lush. yeah exactly <laughs> I felt felt like we still went pretty hard the whole day to be yeah, honest yeah to be fair it was it was a mega day out and it I mean we were in Wales it rained but like yeah it really you know, rained this sounds so cliche but you know when you're just having so much fun that like you. Just, don't care 
Like, I don't remember it raining, really. Well, yeah, it did rain. I remember falling off in the rain. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that's, yeah, it's like different, isn't it? But, but apart from that, I know what you mean. It was... Like, there yeah. was just no, there was no pressure around it, which is, like, even though it was, I guess, a race, but even it wasn't really, like... Uh, I mean, I, I entered the pro category. <laughs> I'm just not a pro. And I just turned up and I was like, yeah, I'll just enter that, like, whatever. And I I think I came fourth in the pros. And I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I wasn't even gutted that I missed the podium. Maybe slightly, but, you know, that's just the competitive side of me. But, like, I didn't even think about it. I was just, like, turn up, have fun. Yeah, and that's the thing. Even though it's, like, I, I call it a race in inverted commas because no one cares if you won, really, like it's not. Yeah. No one's gonna. No sponsor's gonna approach you like, "Hey, do you want to be a full time rider now? You've won, grind." Like, yeah. It's so chilled and like the the whole app. But because of that, it gets the whole atmosphere around the race, which is so unique. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd definitely do that again. It it was so it was such a class weekend, and uh, I don't know. You should, I met so many cool people as well. Like, and I was gassed because Alec came along, and yeah. and he had the best day. So that means we can do more next year, which would be sick. Get the whole team out. Um, which would be actually cool, like if like tech has branched out into more stuff. Multi-surface riding. Multi-surface, yeah. Bit of mud. Never did anyone any harm. No. But yeah. Nice. And then, I mean, what happened after Grand Jura actually? Because the road season kind of wrapped up, didn't it? Uh, I don't actually know. I think I think I probably went on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably needed it. It's a long road season. Yeah, I don't really know. Um, I mean, King's Cup was was the next thing that I was coming to. I was just wondering if there's anything between. I went. I went to France. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. Fun. But that was yeah. kind of that was like holiday, like um, on a bike. On a bike, holiday on a bike. Um, went and watched World Champs, which was good fun. That was that was a pretty sick event. The downhill. Sorry, let me clarify. Downhill World you, Champs. You didn't go to Australia. No, no, uh, didn't go to Australia. Uh, the downhill and XC mountain bike World Champs in Leger. Ah, and that was nice. sick to watch. Um, but in terms of racing, didn't do anything, I don't think. Not like I remember. And then King's Cup was next? Yeah, King's Cup, gravel national champs this year. Don't know why I signed up for that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alec um, was there. there was, was there anyone else from, from yeah, Tech was there? Yeah, Ali, Ali turned up, which was sick. Um, I, I think I originally entered because I saw... Wait, let's preface. So King's Cup is... The Gravel National Champs. Where is it based? Uh, it's in, is it Sussex or west? Is it east Suff- of England? Norfolk? Norfolk, Thetford. Um, the east. If you look at the UK and you've got totally the little lied. ear. Yeah, in the, the east, little bulge. It's in the little bulge. Yeah, it Very was there. Very flat, um, And it's basically just a flat gravel race. Uh, go as hard as you can for... Two hours. Two hours and a half, even. Yeah, it was longer Seven, this year, It was like it? 78k. It's the worst length because it's like yeah. everyone goes the pace of a cross race, but you kind of have to hold on for two and a half hours. Yeah, it was like a cross race times like three, that which was really hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I originally signed up because I saw Techers do it last year. And also like I'd done one gravel already this year and I was like, that was kind of sick. Um, and so I just signed up for a bit of a laugh again, to be honest, um, which was, yeah, I'm glad I signed up for a bit of a laugh because it was so chill again, even though like quite quite a few hitters turned up. People um, turned up to race and to win. Yeah, yeah. Like weirdly though, it was like a mix of like roadies, triathletes even. Mountain bikers. Mountain bikers. 
cross riders, like a lot of the cross scene turned up. It was literally everybody. That's what's quite nice about gravel though, isn't it? Like, yeah. if you're a mountain biker, you have skills that roadies don't on some of those courses. Mm, like yeah. you can ride a, what is basically a road bike with big tires on some of that terrain faster. If you're a roadie, sometimes you've got more punch than the mountain bikers on the the kind of the long open bits. And yeah. now you're getting a whole group of riders who would call themselves gravel riders. Like it just covers pretty much, mm. you have to be such an all round rider to do well on gravel. But at the same time, because it's in the middle of everything, no matter what your specialism, you can do it. So yeah, like yeah. you say, literally it was everyone a, turned a up. A real mix of people. Like some people that I literally never, never seen before. But then like some of my best mates that I've been racing with for years were there. And yeah, it was the course. So the course was like same. Was it the same as last? I mean, you you didn't go, did you? I, I didn't make it this year. Um, but the course it was certainly in the same similar. venue. It's very similar. I think they made some slight changes, but the, it was close enough. In general, it's like pan flat gravel, obviously. But it, it's very much fire trail gravel is how I would describe it. So nothing technical or that I thought was technical. There's See, a few... that's funny because I've spoken to some people who probably didn't grow up riding cross and they're like, oh, there was this really technical run into the finish. Oh, um, really? Which actually made made a difference in the race yeah. right, to the point where it was a mountain biker that made it off for the women's race that made it off that section first and then held it to the line. Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's funny because... I rode round and thought, oh, God, it's all fire trails. Like, no single track, like, maybe, like, 100 metres worth of single track. But, like, and I was, like, panicking because I was, like... I need the technical bits. I need bits. the technical bits. There, I mean, there was, like, a sand pit, but it wasn't, like, a cross sand pit. It was just, like, a bit of sand. But then then again, I don't know if a roadie would look at that and be, like, oh, God, there was a massive sand pit. I think probably. So, <laughs> so well, from my eyes, it was a very kind of pan flat, which was great for me because I'm not a climber. And it was just fast and, like, brutal. Like, it went from the gun, like... I don't know about you, I found it's... When I did it, so I did it last year, I found it somewhere between a cross race and a road race where it's, like, it's sort of every person... Like, the race gets blown to bits, mm. kind of like a cross race, but also there is actually a benefit to drafting. Like, you kind of yeah. need other people. It's some. It's like a weird mix of the two. Yeah, it was, actually. Yeah, I don't know, like, we... It, it literally went so fast from the start, like a cross race, and the group split, like, instantly. And uh, I missed the jump for the first group. Um, I don't think I would have held it, though. Um, but then... But <laughs> That's then always it, nice to say, yeah. isn't it? Oh, the front group yeah. got away. Just, just ignore the oh. fact that you wouldn't have stayed with it yeah, anyway. Yeah, oh, shame about that. Um, no, but it, it went off then. So after the kind of cross intense start, it then just went into a road race. And we were literally doing chain gang like round on these like gravel trails and and like you needed to though to like get the draft yeah yeah and are you going so you're doing like 40k an hour on some of those sections yeah it was like, ridiculous it's, um it's, sometimes it's the same it was the same at dirty it's like doing a road race but there's bricks in the road and sand yeah. it's like kind of crazy yeah, when you're actually yeah. in this pace line you're like oh my god that was a massive rock yeah but you're going so fast that you just don't look so like yeah, you exactly. just you trust the wheel in front and hope there's like they're not gonna suddenly bunny hop a, a rock exactly and you're gonna hit it, but yeah it was it was a lot faster and a lot more roady than I thought it was gonna be yeah um, compared I, to something like Grand Euro which was yeah. super technical compared I mean I don't think either of us found it especially challenging Grand Euro but if you've spoken to some of the roadies that turned up they're like oh my god that was horrendous whereas yeah. everyone can get round Kings Cup yeah yeah yeah. Um, but it was still 
kind of a super chilled vibe. Like, mm. I don't know, like everyone was kind of helping each other. Um, and then and then I got a puncture, so we'll skim over that bit. Uh, <laughs> I got know puncture. so many people who got punctures. <laughs> um, but I was smart and I, I took a gas canister. So. Did it work? Yes. Nice. And unfortunately, I fixed it too quickly, which meant I had to really chase hard because there might have been a hope that I could get back onto the green. <laughs> um, and then I blew up. So nice. that was that was great. Um, Do you, what are your views on what makes it so chilled? Um, why is it why is it more chilled than like a road race or a cross race or a mountain bike race? I feel like there's a bit of a stigma with gravel, not in a bad way, but a bit of a stigma that like it is relaxed. Yeah. And like people go to it because it it's presumed presumably chilled. I don't really know. Like it everyone was just kind of there for like a laugh. Maybe it's because it's not people's first discipline. I guess it can't be because it's gravel so new. You yeah. don't have all the nine and ten year olds who've been doing it forever. No, no. Um, and maybe part of that is like there's not the same money and teams behind it. Mm. Like when you're at, you're not looking to get signed by some X Y Z team because no. there aren't any. Everyone's there because like basically for the same reason, aren't they? And also, I feel like well, for me, road was always there was there was pressure on it for the racing side and the teams, whatever. But like, if you crash in a road race. It's gonna, it's gonna hurt. Like, and I mean, same in gravel. Like, if you crash, it's still gonna hurt. But like, I don't know. In my head, it's just not gonna hurt as much. I mean, like, it's you're not. Off road? You're like, not gonna hit the back of a car or no, like a lamppost. Like, no, yeah, that's kind of what I mean. It's gonna hurt, but like, I would rather thirty k an hour on grass yeah. than fifty k an hour on tarmac. Yeah, like there's that kind of fear factor, I guess, to it with road but then yeah i guess gravel is just like but cross cross and cross should be this like cross yeah has yeah the same, no exactly yeah but then i guess gravel people were just turning up because because it's like out of their calendar they're like oh this is like this is just mm. something fun i want to go to or yeah, no one's got I, I guess for me at least it. yeah but it i hope it stays like that because i mean i'm i'm guilty in the sense that i found gravel this year and like i might might do some next year and then like it, it expands and expands and like but People I can will train see, for it, it'll get faster. Yeah, and, I can yeah. see it's quite like an, a niche group at the moment. Mm. I guess yeah, I don't know, like you guys are some of the first people that I knew that did gravel. Or like you don't even like I don't even do gravel. But like yeah, but you, you do like bike packing, which is gravel. Or like not necessarily racing it, but riding gravel. It's certainly an, it's certainly a small bubble at the moment. I don't know anyone I mean, you hear of people, especially in America, and obviously you see the, the kind of bigger names. But, yeah, I, th I think what is also unique, King's Cup less so, but certainly the big gravel races, the 200K, the 300K ones, is like even the ones that are racers are basically sportives. You've got the front mm -hmm. of the race, which is racing, and then you've got everyone else having, like, a sick time behind. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you don't get that in road racing. You don't get, like, the Beaumont Trophy in the UK or Lincoln Grand Prix where you've got like mm. the fast people at the front and then like loads of dads hanging out yeah, three hours yeah, behind. That's, like, yeah, it that's happen. so true. It's like a total mix of people, isn't it? Like, especially at Grand Jury, there were like some old geezers just riding around on exactly. like their 90s mountain bikes and it's like, great, that's cool. And then there's somebody who's on like aero helmet, aero shoes, like aero bike and it's like, oh, great, that's cool. Like, exactly. it's a total mix. Um, but then, then I guess... Real gravel people, um, inverted commas, inverted real gravel commas, people would 
say that King's Cup and Grand Jury were like not gravel races. Or like, King's Cup's definitely, I mean, gravel national champs. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's but not that it's, American it's style. It's not like, yeah, American style, that's it. It's not like a two, 300k gravel race. Yeah. It's like a two and a half hour bash out. Yeah. But then to true. me, that's like, whoo, that's a gravel race. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's true. Like, if I turned up to a two, 300k one, I'd be like, oh my God. Um, but maybe keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> <laughs> Next year. Next year. <laughs> we'll get you along to tracker, 360k. Oh, yeah, I might need to do a bit of training for that. No. Um, maybe <laughs> most definitely yes yeah that is interesting isn't it like I think it's going to be really interesting how it evolves because then you've also got events I don't know if you saw it this year something called Battle on the Beach oh I've done it oh yeah I've done it previously it, no way that's one of those that, but it's been around for years yeah. but it's like exploded in popularity because it's one of those like two is it two and a half three hours it's like yeah, medium it's like, length isn't it's it it's like yeah something like that I don't know I did it in 2019 I did it on my mountain bike and Hey, the person this year won on a mountain bike, so... Yeah, like, people have those weird, like... They have, like, a mountain bike, but with... No, they have a, a road bike, but it's a gravel bike. <laughs> That's what I'm describing. <laughs> but it's like you with have... Big, a road with, bike like, with big tyres. Yeah, with big tyres. But it's like you have, like, proper mountain bike tyres that are, like, sand Monster dune tyres. Yes. I don't know what that is. Is in, like... <laughs> like, it's like, a, it's like a road bike, but built to take big mountain bike wheels. Yeah, Rig, I think fully so. Fully rigid, drop bars. Yeah. But like, they've got like special bikes for it, and like yeah. a, the right gear. I had, beach cruises. Yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that's what they're called. I don't know. I had. I did it on my mountain bike, which is a full sus, and I, I had like a Shram Eagle twelve speed on it, and I was just spinning out on the beach. So I just wouldn't dare take any bike there because like two and a half hours in the oh sand God, sounds yeah. like it's going to destroy yeah. a bike. That's yeah. You're gonna have to replace everything. No, it was. I, I actually would do that again. Um, it was really good. Like I, I found it a few years ago, and I, I, I think maybe I took it a bit too seriously. Like I didn't have that kind of crew of people around me at the time. I just turned up with, I think, just with my dad and maybe my mum turned up even. Um, but it was more just kind of like, we, we're turning up to this race to race it. But not not that I was pressurized to race it, but. I would do it again, but just in like a more controlled, not controlled, chilled environment. Maybe that's part of what makes gravel racing chilled, though, is in that you do get you do get those roadies turning up. You get people who are like, I'm here to win the gravel national champs. But then you kind of get there and you're like, oh, everyone's just hanging out before. Like, yeah, it's, it's in it makes it more for me feels it makes it feel more approachable because you're kind of forced to be chilled because everyone else everyone is everyone's else so is. welcoming yeah um in the same whereas if you talk to a crit race or a road race like everyone's on very the rollers or like yeah. yeah 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 no i completely agree i don't know you should do battle of the beach maybe, maybe we should do battle on the beach yeah let's go as a like team next year yeah. or something let's, a little let's, squad little squad that would be sick no i would do that again any nice. questions any more questions? <laughs> Anything else you want to quiz me on? We've, we've been going quite a long time. We've got 45 minutes under the belt. Oh, shit. No yeah. one's going to want to listen to me for that long. <laughs> Probably not. Let's see how long it is after the edit. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> everything gets cut <laughs> including this conversation. I mean, I don't know. I think we've covered a lot there. We've basically covered from... Amy Perriman as a three-year-old on a balance... Well, probably not even a balance bike then. It's probably a little bike with stabilisers. All the way through to finding gravel. Let's finish off. I mean, we touched on it there, Battle on the Beach. I've invited you to Tracker. Yeah. <laughs> what, does, what does next year look like for you? And what are your 
goals. Let's let's go next season because I know the cross season spills into twenty three. What yeah. after that? What happens next? So yeah, obviously cross season this year. Seeing how that goes, still pushing for it. Um, and then next year, I don't really know. I guess that's that's the love of it so far. Like I don't know. You don't need to know. I don't need to know. Like if something pops up, then great. Let's go do it. I I mean, there is a okay. That's a complete lie. There is a vague plan. I really, I really would love to do tour series, um, which, which is the, it's like the crit series. Is it national national crit series? So the national circuit series, but yeah, it, it basically is. It's like yeah. the the top level of circuit racing in the UK. Well, <laughs> I'm sure some people will like laugh at that, but it's yeah. like in the UK, if you are a crit racer or a circuit racer, that's like the the go to mm. national level. I'd I'd love to do that. Like just again, purely just for like the whole vibe. Like maybe maybe actually that's worth saying. It's exclusive, so you can only do tour series if you're part of a team that is selected to do all the rounds. Mm-hmm. You can't just sign up as a rider. Whereas some of the other, so the national road ra- uh, road racing and the national circuit series, you can just turn up in a black skin suit on any. Whereas tour series is actually kind of exclusive. Yeah, which I guess makes it a goal for a lot of people. Or yeah, yeah. It makes it a goal to do it. It's it's basically like a month long. Is it month and month or two I months don't even long? Know. It goes of, on forever. It's like two or three crits a week. For yeah, ages. it's really intense racing for like a good couple of weeks, and like you see the same people each week, and it's hard. Well, I've never done it, so it's it's just hard racing, I guess. Um, I didn't get to do it last year, but this year, that would it'd be sick to do. Like, I'd love to do that. I mean, I'm not saying I'd get any results, particularly second road season, you You'd know? You'd be there. Like, but I'd just be there and, like, it's it's just great fun, I can see. I mean, you've got to put yourself in an absolute pain cave. But, yeah, I'd like to do that. And, I don't know, just kind of float around, really. Like, do a bit of gravel, for sure. I found it this year. So, I do like the events that I'd done previously. So, King's Cup, Grand Duro. Maybe find a few others. Maybe branch out into some longer distance stuff. Yeah, we'll longer see. distance racing. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. I've got to get some training in. Well, I've like I said to you earlier, actually, I've trained my whole life for a forty-five minute intense cross race. So branching out into something that's over a hundred k is going to be different. But I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, do a bit of that. Maybe do some mountain biking again. Back to my roots. Um, yeah, bit of everything. More road nice. racing. Some, yeah, some of the Enduro World Series on the mountain biking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be some calendar, very, very. Yeah, I'm just going to be here, there, and everywhere. Like, like I said though, like I'm not. I don't want to be tied down to one thing. Like I feel like, especially at the start of this road season, I maybe took it a little too seriously. Got carried away with getting my Cat Two license, and I, I don't really want to do that again. Like I'd love to do some road racing still, but. I'm just gonna see what happens, really. Like I'm sure something will will come up, but yeah, like, not saying that as if I don't have any goals. But I mean, if I'd have sat here and asked you all this last year, yeah. you couldn't have even imagined doing half no. the stuff you've done. So oh god, no, no, no. I probably just would have said mountain bike. Exactly. So and now here we are. So yeah, just trying everything. That's quite a nice calendar to have, though. I think it's quite. It's something that. Uh, helps take out some of the seriousness because yeah. you're just like you're there to try things yeah, yeah and I guess to be a beginner rather than like I've done this for nine years and like 
it's this season or bust, which is, yeah. is a lot of pressure. Like, I, I would like to take some stuff more seriously and actually... Because, you, like, you can't train for everything, can you? You can't train for... No. I'd, like, it's just impossible. You have to... Not specialise. You don't have to, but I think if, if I, I think it's probably fair to say at the level you're racing, which is national and like, uh, or at least national level, mm. you do have to specialise to get yeah, those wins and you, those big results be because everyone else is jack of all trades, master you, of none. You can but, be. Well, you can. You can't be jack of all trades, winner of all, unless yes. you're like one of these yeah. cycling superstars. Tom Pedcock vibes. Yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, I'd I'd like to I don't know. Maybe I just haven't thought about it enough yet. Maybe if you come back to me in like two months I'll have more of a like goals set out and like more A races, B races, whatever. But then also like I'm kind of just open to opportunities that come my way. I'm gonna give you a, a question that's how about bikepacking? What are we thinking about bikepacking? I knew, I knew bikepacking was gonna come up. Um yeah, why not? Like looks class. I mean it's bikepacking is the sort of thing that you you either love it or you hate it. I feel like you've got to love... You've got to like the idea of it. You've got to like the idea of it and you've got to like... You the might still idea. hate it, but you've got to like the idea <laughs> yeah. of it to even start. You've, you've got to like the idea that you're going to be just sleeping on a wet, grassy hey, floor. steady on. <laughs> bikepacking can be in hotels if you, you want can, it to be. Okay, yeah, yeah. You've got to like the idea of I mean, journey, I've, moving. Yeah, like, having like a destination and having like, or maybe not having yeah, a destination. Exactly. Not necessarily. Like, kind of just exploring, I think is what yeah. I put it as. Exactly. Just that. exploring an adventure and just seeing stuff you wouldn't usually see. Exactly. But yeah, I'm keen. Like, I mean, you have done bits before. I know you've seen not bikepack before. I've seen yeah. you, pictures of you sleeping on the floor yeah. on the South Downs. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I would. I've I've done bits of bivying and like, I guess what you could call smaller version of bike packing. It's still bike. If you it's do still th- bike. If you do three yeah. days riding your bike sleeping on the floor, that's bike packing. Yeah, but I would like to do some more stuff, but elsewhere. And I know see some you've, newer places. Yeah, I know you've got a few things in the works. So top secret. Top secret stuff, but I might swing by on some of those maybe we'll see nice. how it goes I yeah no I am keen like again something it's again another side of cycling that I wouldn't have seen until this year I guess yeah because it, it's not racing is it it's it's cycling for adventure and yeah it's a completely different cycling for the love of cycling not even always cycling cycling for the love of just like, like you said adventure exploring yeah moving through like Sometimes the bike is second. I mean, I really like riding my bike, but sometimes the cycling is secondary. Yeah, exactly. Um, final question, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Do you like riding your bike? I know so many racers that they like the racing, they like the sport, they like the competition, but actually they they don't necessarily like bike riding. So if you took racing away from them, they might stop racing. Mm. Whereas I know some people just love riding their bike and they're also a bit competitive, so they go away and race. Like... Do you know which you are? Like, do you like riding your bike? Well, it it that's a tricky one. That wait, that makes it sound like an instant no, but it it's not an instant no. It's a definite yes because I've learned over the years that like so. For instance, like I said, I come from a racing background, and but I started that because I loved it, and started racing because you racing loved riding because I loved riding, okay. and enjoyed the racing more and more and more and then very brief I 
started to not enjoy it because I was, I don't know, like I just started to not enjoy it. It got too serious for me. But then I rediscovered the love for it by taking it back to the basics. And now, yeah, I do love it. And there's some days, like, I'm, I'll be honest, there's some days when I'm training and I'm like, it's rainy, it's cold, I'm out and I've got on-off efforts to do. I don't love that. Like, th there's up and down days, but then also, like, I wouldn't do that if I didn't have an end goal for the love of it. Yeah, okay. I kind of I kind of didn't really say no, that I very think, well. No, I think you did. But, the so what did I say to you earlier? Like, you were questioning me on cyclocross and kind of why I still did it. And I basically just said, like, I love the racing. Like, I love the process of the race. Like... I like that it's a whole routine that you have to go through and the stress on the start line, even though it is stressful, like the racing is fun. And even though I'm like at the moment, I'm not where I want to be and the racing might not be fun as fun at the moment because I'm not doing as well I want to do. I know by training and racing more, I'll get to a point where it's fun because I'm competitive in it again. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, down to the core of it, yeah. I fucking love riding my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, so can you see a world in which you stop racing at some point but keep riding your bike? Or do you think you'll always be a racer in whatever form that is, even if that's just, I don't know, racing around the lanes where you live, like against mm -hmm. your mates? Like, um, I can see a world where I do stop racing but not where I stop riding. Not now anyway. Maybe that's the question answered then. Maybe. You do like riding your bike. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is true. Nice. Let's wrap it up there then. That's like 55 minutes. That's a Jesus long... Jesus Christ. Longest podcast Sorry, yet. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Rambled a little bit. That's been great. What a conversation. We've yeah, had no. the Amy Perriman story. Full. With a 2022 recap. <laughs> Start to finish. <laughs> no, thanks for having me.